0: Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in health care delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith.
1: Welcome to Transformational Pediatrics. I'm Dr. Michael Smith, and today our topic is is Image Gently, Why It Matters. My guest is Dr. Nima kasrai He's a medical physicist at Children's Mercy Kansas City and an assistant professor of radiology and physics at the University of Missouri Kansas City. Dr. Kasrai welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. So what what kinds of changes in imaging have we seen over the years? Are we doing a lot more of these procedures? Is there issues of radiation overexposure? What what are the changes you've seen over the years?
0: Oh, yeah, certainly. Um, I, I think since the 1980s, um, if you look back, uh, background radiation uh, constituted something around maybe 83% of the total radiation that we received. The rest was medical. Nowadays like uh you know I think the last uh the last uh, paper or census that came out was 2006 and that uh, that percentage is up to 50%. So that means almost 50% of the total radiation that we receive uh, uh is uh, is medical based. So yes, there has been a drastic increase in the amount of radiation that we're getting from CT scans and fluoro machines and and so that's, uh, that's a cause for concern. Mm. Uh, and um, uh, that's one of the, uh, the reasons uh, why uh, Image Gently stepped forward with uh, their campaign.
1: Yeah, and and so exactly, and, and and so what are some of the the issues you worry about when when we see this amount of exposure uh, to ionized radiation? I mean, what are some of the things that worry you about um, the increased use of of radiology? You know, we know it's it's done a lot for medicine, but there's that there's a drawback to it. So what what do you worry about with that?
0: Well, well, certainly, I mean, nobody can deny that uh, imaging. I mean is has been, has you know has its its uses i mean it's been established how useful imaging is the thing is that um uh, you know the critical principle is to determine like which radiological exams are necessary when are they necessary how do we ensure that they're done with the lowest radiation dose? Now, at the place where I work at, Children's Mercy, we're specifically pediatric. Only, we do only pediatric patients. And those are of particular importance because of uh, there's a sensitivity that children have to radiation, which adults don't have. And uh, so that heightens the, uh, the concern uh, to safeguard our patients from uh, unnecessary radiation that they may receive.
1: And why why is it so important to think uh, of, of a child so differently um, from an imaging perspective?
0: Um, from an imaging, well, uh, first of all, there, we know that uh, children are two to ten times more sensitive to radiation than adults, and, and that has to do with their cell cycle. And there's also the idea that, you know, they're younger, so they have um, a lot more time for... Um, any possible uh, uh, detrimental outcomes, like cancer, to manifest themselves. So uh, uh, that uh, that requires some special considerations when we image them. Uh, some tweaking of the CT scans. Some some particular adjustments have to be made in order to optimize the protocols, so to speak.
1: Yeah. So tell us what you mean then by image gently. How do you define that and how is Children's Mercy taking this concept into everyday, you know, radiology practice?
0: Well, image gently, um, I think it was a campaign that was started around 2006. And I think it was initiated by a group of concerned uh, pediatric radiologists. And um, what what they set out to accomplish was to promote education and promote awareness of potential risks, and uh, to provide education, awareness, and um, also shared decision making with uh, with all the parties that are involved, like the the patients, families, radiologists, technologists, the physicists, you know, everybody, all the healthcare professionals. So uh, to accomplish that, um, they uh, they they uh, they they have three what they call key principles. So there's justification, and their second key principle is optimization, and the third one's a dose limit. So these are the there three focal I guess focal focal points. Now justification is like I mentioned, you know, it focuses on appropriateness. You know, we need to ask ourselves whether the benefits outweigh the risks of performing the imaging tests on the individual patient. You know, that question has to be first answered. Then there's optimization, which is, you know, kind of my area where I come in and, you know, ensure that uh, um, radiation protection is optimized. Uh, In other words, um, I focus on ensuring that imaging tests uh, using ionizing, ionizing radiation are done under optimal conditions. Now, what do I mean by that? Um, these optimal conditions maximize the information gained from the image while they limit the radiation exposure. So it's kind of a tricky, you know, uh, the, the task, you know, finding that sweet spot. You, you want to lower the dose as much as possible, but you also want to keep the image, you know, the, the information inside that image intact so that you don't lead to any false diagnoses.
1: Correct. Yeah. And what about with kids specifically too? you know, the, the over the fact that a lot of times in in a pediatric population, they're harder to image, they're moving around a lot. There's a lot of repeat, um, you know, shots that have to happen, even just with like a a chest x ray. Are there things that we're also doing, you know, for the kid to making the exam room more comfortable, um, different uh, positions? Are we looking into that type of stuff, too?
0: Yes, uh they uh, they do well see this 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 thing that you're mentioning particularly surfaces in MRI because those exams are really long they're like 20 30 minutes and in that case you know if if the patient moves um it's going to cause motion artifacts. Uh, but for x-rays, like, you know, millisecond-long exposures, we don't particularly have that problem. Um, uh, it, and if we do, like, for example, uh, some type of uh, exam where it requires the patient to be immobilized, either they put him to sleep through, you know, uh, for example, they breastfeed the patient, and then, they, you know, they fall asleep, and then they put him under the scan, Um or you know, we optimize some technique that uh, speeds up the acquisition, so that uh, we minimize these types of problems. Yeah.
1: So the the image gently guidelines that you're that you're discussing. Obviously, you know, larger medical centers are able to apply these these types of guidelines. And what about? you know, the the small practice, um, you know, the, the the community hospital. Do you see these types of uh, guidelines being practiced there, too, or is that an opportunity uh, for Children's Mercy to reach yeah,
0: out? Yeah, that's, that's right. It's actually an opportunity. I think, um, image gently actually was, I think, in my opinion, designed for the latter group, like you're saying, because see, in, pedi- in the pediatric world, all the machines, all the scanners, all the techniques that we used are already... Um, uh designed with the, the you know the pediatric patient in mind. Now a lot of these places that you're talking about, hospitals, these these places, um I think still it's even the case. They use the same protocols that they use for adults for their you know, mm-hmm. their pediatric patients. And so um Image Gently I think was was actually uh designed to bring the awareness to, you know, these practitioners that, you know, if you want to image a small patient <laughs> You should uh, you should make some adjustments to the techniques that you're using, and they're not yeah. really too difficult to implement. Actually, it's just the awareness you know the, that that's the hard part, and I think that's what they set out to do.
1: Sure. Now you're you're a medical physicist. Are you seeing is there are more opportunities for uh, people in your profession to, to to work with community hospitals. Are, are those types of smaller hospitals hiring um, physicists to help them with their, with their imaging? They do.
0: Yes, they do. Um, usually large or well-established medical centers, they hire a full-time physicist. Uh, sometimes there's a team of physicists uh, that work and uh, try to uh, um, address these issues. But a lot of these uh, smaller uh, hospitals or these clinics that you're talking about, they kind of uh, outsource this this need. So there are physicists that come in on a need a need for you know need by need base, basis. Uh, they're called uh, consultants, and uh, they're actually required to come in once a year to check on the uh, the QCs. To look at the protocols to, uh, to do the uh, compliance work, you know, there's state compliance, there's the uh, NRC, you know, nu- Nuclear Regulatory Commission, um, there's a bunch of federal organizations that uh, are watching over, there's the Joint Commission, you know, and these, uh, they, they require that a physicist be involved in, uh, in uh, watching, o- watching over the, uh, the, uh, the activities of the imaging that's going on in the department.
1: Well, Dr. Kayser, I want to thank you for the work that you're doing with the Image Gently guidelines. It's obviously very important uh, to, as you say, find that sweet spot, right? So we get the best out of our image uh, technology with doing the less harm to the patient. So thank you for what you're doing, and thanks for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.